Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It's the podcast where we attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, and then we come together on microphones to talk about it in a fun and comedic manner. Uh, we do improv. We do funny bits. There are reoccurring characters that don't always reoccur, both <laughs> from the show and from our mouths. Um, it's a good time for all, whether you like Dragon Ball or not. And that's an Aaron guarantee. The Aaron T, if you will. And I, and I will. Getting those printed up right now. <laughs> but before I make a call to my printer, before we start the podcast proper, we have to do a little something we call Kame Housekeeping. We have to get everyone ready and prepped to enjoy the party ahead. And the first part of Kame Housekeeping is the, dare I say, world famous One Minute Roundup. All right, sir. Here are your cards. And, uh... <clears throat> thank you, thank the you. The house is showing a two of clubs, a three of diamonds, and a jack of hearts. How would you like to bet, sir? Um, I will fold. Uh, uh, Goodbye. Uh, Up, leaving, leaving, leaving. Uh, dang it. I thought this... Traveling blackjack table would get me some money. You there, sir, mm-hmm. madam, would you like to play? Ooh, me, little old me? Yes, madam, a game that anyone can play, blackjack. Oh, okay, let me sit down on your stool. Uh-huh, thank you very much. Now, I just have a big old sack of gold coins, is that all right? Oh, <laughs> well, excuse my eyes for bulging out of my head, ma'am. That is they quite the sack. cartoonishly. Well, <laughs> let's get this game going. Wait a minute. Huh? Did you just bonk yourself on the head with a mallet? <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Ma'am, I do not become a cartoon whenever I glance at a large sack of cash with a dollar bill sign on it. Oh, oh, oh you Crap. Oh, you just turned into a siren in your head. You're a cartoon person. Oh, my God. Ma'am, I take offense Tarnation. to that. I am not a cartoon person. I am a human being. Now, if you would just put that sack of cash on the on the table. I also just so happen to have a warm pie. Does this do <laughs> for you? Oh, now you turned into a wolf head. <laughs> Oh, and see. I was hoping you'd float in the air. Oh, I, I went, I went owl. I mean, owl, wolf. I went wolf. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, 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 you were tracking the hoardiness of cartoons. Uh, yeah, I was tracking the hoardiness of cartoons. But look, pies or wolves or whatever you have. The beginning of the one minute roundup is when Vince and I do a Western themed improv scene to loosen up our improv muscles, get us ready for the comedy ahead. But the one minute roundup proper is when one of us, this time Vince, has to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far in under a minute. We're talking all of the original Dragon Ball. We're talking about the 13 episodes of Dragon Ball Z we've already covered. Um, That's all he has to do. And Vince, I'm very confident in your abilities, so I will... The floor is yours. I'm going to f- clear the floor like it's a middle school dance. Make a circle around mm-hmm. me, because I'm going in. in Ooh, three. I'm backing. I'm awkwardly backing up. Everybody awkwardly back up. 
into somebody that you're not sure you want to touch right now. All right, here we go. My khakis are starched in anticipation. Sweat pooling in your socks. Mm-hmm. All right. For my dad's dress shoes. <laughs> that that are half size too big. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and in three, two, one. So you collect seven magic dragon balls, crystal balls. You can wish for anything you want. The story starts with Goku as a kid. He runs into Bulma as also a child. They go on an adventure to collect all the magic dragon balls. Along the way, they run into Emperor Pilaf, who wants to use the dragon balls to rule the world. They stop him with the help of some friends they meet along the way, like Oolong, Yamcha, Puar, all those people. And then they go on, and Goku trains with Master Roshi, the person he met on his journey. He trains with Krillin. He goes fighting the first Tenkaichi tournament, where he loses to his master in disguise after uh, he blew up the moon. Then Goku goes off and trains in the real world. He fights his grandpa, who's a demon, ghost. Thing with uh, Fortune Teller Baba, who's Roshi's sister, and they go out, and then Goku uh, <clears throat> makes it to the next Tenkaichi tournament where he uh, uh, loses again. He comes in second place to Tien Shinhan, who's a Triclops. Then he fights uh, Piccolo, who killed Krillin, and then he fights his son, Piccolo Jr., in the next Tenkaichi tournament. Now, with Dragon Ball Z, Goku's got a son, but he's dead because he fought his brother who came back from space who wants him to do bad stuff. But now, two other Saiyans are coming, and Goku's running along Snake Way while Piccolo and everybody else is training on Earth or on Kami's Lookout. <laughs> Everyone's Ooh. in a circle clapping for your sick moves. And I hit him with the robot like a super anime oh. dude. Oh. oh, no, you said anime in middle school. Oh, no. You're his, uh, boo. No, You're they're dragging booed. me out by my tie. They finally realized that it was anime. They pulled over your dress shirt <laughs> to see your... To see that underneath is, if you remember these uh, button-ups that had Goku and Vegeta's on them with, like, weird tribal designs. Oh. And they were always a size too big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's what was underneath. Imagine Guy Fieri's outfit, but add a layer of Dragon Ball on top of that. <laughs> Guy Fieri loves Dragon Ball. He does, he right? Ha- he has to. He has to. Super Saiyan hair. <laughs> Super Saiyan Appetite. I was going to say Super Saiyan Appetite. Despite you being dragged out of the gymnasium, that was a wonderful roundup. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Now that everyone's caught up, we can continue to the next part of Kami Housekeeping, which is uh, to let you all know that Vince and I, we watched two different versions of Dragon Ball. I watched the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dub version. And we do this because it was a mistake in our past of our youth that has now turned into a disaster piece because it's always interesting and fun to compare and contrast the differences between the two versions. Uh, and the first difference is usually the title. Uh, Vince, please go first. With pleasure. And now I'm really ready for yours. I'm going to be so excited to hear yours. Here we go for episode 14 of Dragon Ball Z. Princess Snake. Correct. Yes. Yes, that's... I got it right. Top marks for Mr. White. Um, yeah, she does feature prominently into this, but where's the... But I think you're missing the the the, the romantic air about this episode. Ooh. So let me... Uh, and I think the my title lays it on thick. Now, I'm going to say it how... This is my interpretation, and I'm going to tell you how the announcer said it. So here we go. Episode 14 of Dragon Ball Z... The uh, English subtitle title is Such Sweet Temptation 
the Snake Prince Osama's hospitality. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh made me pull my collar out, sweating. <laughs> sweet, there's sweet. It, the two syllables are separated with a little dash in the title. Mm-hmm. And my, I, I put a little, I think I put a little Southern flair to it, where the announcer was more like, "Such sweet temptation." He got, he got low with it. Okay, I, he knew, he knew, but I appreciate the Southern sweet because it, it, it has a similar effect. Oh boy, oh, I think, I think you listeners can tell that this episode is gonna be a very uh, eventful one. Maybe I should say, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there are events. <laughs> But let's let's get right into it. The during the recap, and I don't know if you got this, but the announcer claims that now it's eight months until the Saiyans arrive. And if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since we recorded, but I believe it was nine months last episode. Now that I'm doing the math in in midair, it -hmm. looks like they've been. I see the little symbols pop up, like in a beautiful mind. And so. At this point, it's safe to say that Goku got back to the same spot that he was in on Snake Way in less than a month? Yeah, I mean, versus three months. Right. So he's, his power, again, I, I now I'm doing math in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are, that's a lot of logarithms. So many symbols. Chicken? Um, oh, no, I got distracted. I'm doing a doodle in the, in, in the sides now. Oh, okay, but, okay. <laughs> But look, oh, wait, here's, okay. So I'd say his power has been tripled, right? Right. Three months versus one month. Mm-hmm. I believe that's a tripling. I also think that for the for the purposes of these filler episodes, time is an illusion. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we, they, if we they, maybe shouldn't. We shouldn't hold on to these so tightly. Yeah, we should understand that it's loosey-goosey. Um, but he, yeah, he's pretty much back to where he was because he runs into that street sweeper Oni mm-hmm. that then... Because he became a distracted driver, then drove off <laughs> the edge of Snake Way. Oh, uh, I was like, oh, that guy didn't deserve that, but I'm fine with it. I'll laugh. Oh. Uh, also, in my version of the recap, the announcer says, as everyone knows, you could never trust an ogre. And I was like, oh, you're putting that wow. out Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, of course, that's in reference to uh, Gaz and Mez and how they were, you know, messing messing with Goku a little bit and sending him all the way back to the beginning. Uh, and then the, the I put in my notes, the Oni Sweeper uh, says, after Goku passes him, he says, that guy should get a ticket for reckless running. <laughs> that, I don't want to unpack this, but I'm compelled by the stupidity of it. <laughs> It signifies that, one, there are tickets in the afterlife mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that one can get. And I'm going to assume he did this as a joke. I think so, too. He Did he get distracted by his own joke? Is that what caused his crash into hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they swapped the animation. They changed the animation for mine, where he's laughing at his own joke. He's saying, oh, that's so good. I should do that at my uh, open mic next week. Here's, the th- here's all the things I'm going to accomplish in the next week, because <laughs> nothing bad is going to happen to me. Open mic stand-up. Propose to my girlfriend. At my open mic. Finish my gumpla. Finally tell King Yama off. <laughs> finally, finally quit my Oni Sweeper. Ask yeah. for a promotion. I want to be, yeah, I want to be in the front office. They've got AC. Take a vacation to hell. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's nice this time of year. 
Oh, it is. <laughs> I think what we're trying to say is that Oni was one day from retirement. Yeah. That... <laughs> He'd been working there for 10,000 years. Look, the show forgets about him, and so should we. Because next is uh, we're a quick cut to Kami's place. All the boys are there. Krillin, Yamcha, Tien, Chaozu, and Yajirobe. And they're just waiting. And then we come back to Goku. Yeah. <laughs> a nice cut of of people waiting outside. Y- Yajirobe says, uh, I bet you the food's great. What? Yeah. No, he don't. Mm-mm. No, he doesn't. Was it off camera? Uh, was a it little a thinky bit. thought? It was It was as they were panning more like down to see Kami's actual pad, Kami's hip bachelor pad. And there, uh, I think Tien was like, yeah, it's really impressive up here. And uh, Yajirobe then says, I bet you the food's great. I was like, God damn it. Yajirobe, just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> So Goku, he gets to a point, he sees a house, wondering if it's King Kai's. Uh, and then somehow it illusiony changes into a snakehead that he gets sucked into. And then he falls into a, I guess, he falls into a home. There we, all right, this is, things are going to get not as weird as last episode, I don't think. This, somehow this plot was a little easier to follow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think because we only have the one main character and their their servants. So here we're introduced to, in fact, the snake princess. Blue skin, orange curly hair. Mm-hmm. Sexy jazz music playing yep. at all times mm-hmm. when she is on screen. Uh, her servants announce like, oh, hey, there's a man that came through. And she's checking out Goku. And that's sort of her whole, up until a certain point, that's kind of her whole thing is like a man. <laughs> Hooray. Mm-hmm. A hunky man for me. Ooh, let's keep him here for as long as we can. Yeah. For some, re- I mean, we'll get to the reason. Yeah. In mine, I don't know if they, they gave you this little piece of info about the snake princess, but apparently she won the Otherworld beauty pageant. Yeah, they get to that down the road. Yeah. Because, uh, well, there, there's this whole big misunderstanding before they sort of reveal her identity. Because Goku, being a dummy, who can't just ask people who they are, assumes this is King Kai. And he says, quote, King Kai is really a woman? You're cute, huh? This blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> Goku calling someone cute? Yeah, right? It's what? Not, it's I don't... not generally his M.O. And that being the first thing you say? Mm-hmm. And you've never, I guarantee, I, I've never heard you say that to your wife. No. He's, I, he has never said that to Chi-Chi. He just pats her on their front and says, I like you. <laughs> that'll, that'll do, <laughs> that, that, That'll do, Chi-Chi. That'll do. He only compliments her cooking, is what mm-hmm. I've seen, as far as, far as like, his love. What is Goku's love language? Mm-hmm. Because I think Chi-Chi, because if we're looking at this, Chi-Chi would be the standard, correct? I think so. Or would it, or would it be fighting? It's true. It's one true Well, language. that's what I was going to say. His truest love language is fighting. Like, as we see down the line in, in Goku's, I mean, at this point in the podcast, in Goku's future, he fights. And then sometimes friendship or love follows that. Or he fights you because he likes you. So it's not terms of endearment, uh, even though this just happened. But he doesn't like this person, so 
It's just a he's just spitting game. He's just throwing it out. Yeah, he, help it. Look, it's been a couple months. He's technically dead. His marriage is <laughs> null and void. He is technically divorced. He's on the market. <laughs> uh, but not terms of endearment. Uh, gifts, no. Well, giant fishes, perhaps. Uh, you could say, yeah, he gives Chi Chi the gift of meat to cook for him. <laughs> I think you're. His love language is fighting, which I believe would be classified under physical touch. Yeah. So. Is there a more extreme version of that? Yeah. <laughs> to the max. He plus ultra it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was, that took me aback. I'm like, how dare Goku? <laughs> they then talk about how there hasn't been a man around since King Yama, which is about 500 years ago. Quick, uh difference in mine uh it's uh 1000 years since king yema was there goku then is like hey man or hey lady let's uh i want to get trained then she says let's dance the tango instead and i was shocked that goku knew all the moves right but but he thinks about it and he says oh this is similar to the dance i had to do at my wedding I wish I could have gotten any of that context because I'll tell you the difference in mine was that uh, it's, again, one of those just Goku making assumptions kind of things and never asking a question. So he's like, let's get down to training. And they don't even she doesn't intro the dance. She just starts dancing with him. And then while they're dancing, Goku's like, but she says stuff. I know, but I don't get that. She said, like, the only things that she says when they're dancing is like, are you sure you've never done this before? That's it. And then Goku's, like, internal monologue is saying, like, I guess I'm doing a good job if King Kai wants me to lead the next portion of the dance. And he's like, wait, it's a trick. I I should be looking for an opening. And then uh, body slams a, a woman. <laughs> yeah, he, everyone freaks out. And that's when they, the misunderstanding is then resolved. All the servants are very upset. Oh, yes. So having learned this, Goku says, well, goodbye. And then they tempt him with dinner, which he agrees to. Of course. But here again, here's my question. In mine, at least, the, the King Yama fruit that he ate was supposed to keep him full for like 100 days? 120 days? Yeah. This, man, the filler's collapsing in on itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I it was a little bit confusing because I was like, wait, he should not be hungry yet. But yeah, I don't know. I'm like, you guys, you're writing this. You're not like, you're making it up as you go. Can't you keep track of this? Maybe they just uh, have a, they have a bad intern. I don't know. The researcher isn't keeping track. Yeah. The archivist is, you know, taking breaks. So in the kitchen, they're cooking up some stuff. And the plan is to give Goku some sleeping potion and then he'll eat it and then he'll stay. Food comes out. And here, I'm going to give you some of the some of the things they're eating, and we'll see if it's uh, if they match. Foie gras from a bird of paradise. Okay. Uh, which is, you monsters, how dare you? Uh, they also have baked crocodile, and which is represented by a crocodile's head on a plate. Yep. Uh, sauteed bear paw, which is also represented by a bear paw. <laughs> It's those are yeah, those are the most outrageous ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did I did like uh I think there may have been a little bit more of a flourish on the alligator description because it could have been something, you know, super American like braised alligator head and but sauteed bear paw translated one to one for sure. 
Like they didn't even take the fur off those bear paws. No. <laughs> like, come on. But of course, you know, our boy Goku doesn't mind at all. Food is food is food to this man. Mm-hmm. And he eats everything to a point where like everybody is mildly disgusted. They are very shocked at his appetite. Yeah. Like she she offers her portions to him, which he gladly accepts. And they're all like, all right, sleeping potion, let's go. And of course it doesn't work because he's Goku. Mm-hmm. He's super powerful. They're then like, oh, well, before you leave, you should take a bath. Saying that King Kai dislikes dirty people. <laughs> yep, checks out on my end. Wow, they they did not do a lot of work, huh? No, not really. And the work that they, again, it's either they don't do any of the work or the work that they decide <laughs> to do is so confounding and odd. When, when especially matched side by side, or if the a monicum of thought goes into what you're watching or hearing, uh, but yeah, I mean, stay tuned because this this keeps getting weirder. It's a weird episode. I know you're trying. You know, I know you're trying to get us into a commercial, but this episode seems like a bad improv scene, which I I think I can be. I'm an expert on um, <laughs> because it's. If we can, if we, you know what, we don't normally educate, but if we can get into a little improv theory, when you go into a scene, you have the basics, of, you have the basics of yes and, but yes and normally is just supposed to get you to a weird thing that then you can then explore. This feels like someone thought the weird scene, it's like someone thought the weird thing was like, oh, the snake princess is trying to keep Goku here. So she could, so I'm just going to keep saying things that will keep this person here instead of like exploring the motivation which is usually where you kind of find the weird thing mm-hmm. the the reason behind a person doing something crazy i mean i get some chuckles out of it especially here in a little bit but mm-hmm. it's <laughs> much like filler itself it's just really <laughs> sort of stretching things out and i feel bad because we haven't really we haven't done a scene in a while this is true my brain's having trouble coming up with something so i'm so i'm sorry everyone yeah i mean it, if we were to do a scene around this episode i i think we'd fall into same into the same in the same tra- you into like, the oh, same traps it, yeah exactly there's there it's a it's a singular focus to the game that to go outside of it would actually make it worse yeah, because you you would basically tell the audience, we fucked up, we're starting over. Yeah. And like I I bring this up because, again, I was I was a little nervous. I'm like, God, we haven't, we haven't done really any improv. We've just kind of been flying through this episode. So there's 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 a, a not only a peek behind the digital curtain, a peek behind my mind. A, a peek into the improv green room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just we just coached ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We coached just, ourselves out of doing improv scenes right now, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be twenty five dollars an hour, please. Thank you, mm-hmm, thank you. I accept Venmo. Uh huh. This is Aaron and I just Venmoing each other five dollars, twenty five dollars. We have we split the cost on the on the space, which can get. I don't know where we where we used to do improv at when we were on a team down in. I don't remember the name of it, but it was surprisingly cheap oh yeah there are some places that are really nice and cheap and uh, like but then there are other places that are just like oh what are why why do you think people would pay for this yeah well it was also like 
The only thing that sucked was that it was right in Times Square. Oh, yeah. Or like right outside of Times Square. And where I, I came in from uh, Penn Station. So, walk, so like... Yeah, you're going oof. into... You're going from one circle of hell to a second yeah. circle of hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, and it was usually around because uh, I was in Jersey working from home, so it was usually around rush hour. Oh yeah. So I did not hop on a subway. I just walked from Penn Station to Times Square, which is not far for those that don't know. Because I used to walk from where I. There were days where I would walk from like two stations away to get to that practice space because I was like, I'm not going through Times Square. Like I cannot right now. Yeah, I had to, and it was, if you've never been to New York, go to Times Square, and that's the end. Mm -hmm. Don't go to any shops there. They're all, it's just any shops you would find at a mall. It doesn't matter. Go to Times Square, get on those stairs, pretend like you're in Mm -hmm, mm Spider-Man 2. The Andrew Garfield one. mm -hmm, That one. And then feel shame for pretending you're in an Andrew Garfield (laughs) Spider-Man. But but it's like it's I, I the quickest way was to walk through it and I just tried to zip through. Uh, I had to be have my wits about it. And the thing that makes it bad is that in New York, when you're walking on the street, you have to pretend you're a car. And when you're in it, because when you're in a car, you're not like stopping and looking at shit, right? If you're trying to figure out where you're going, you don't like do that. I hope you don't do that as you're driving because right, very you unsafe. you pull over. Mm-hmm. You adjust your GPS or check your phone to where you're going, or back in the day, you open up your MapQuest printout. <laughs> <laughs> like, like so many people I see, especially in that area or any touristy area, uh, have maps open while they're walking. And it's like, wait a minute, where Ooh. did you get that? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, yeah. Whether physical or digital, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. And you have to be a because there are there are lanes on the sidewalk, and you're you know you have to respect that you have to respect the flow of people traffic. In Times Square, that just devolves; it oh, does yeah. not exist because most people there are tourists, and so they're checking everything out, and like that's fine. <laughs> but you can always but you can usually tell the people who like are not tourists because they are trying to they're like fucking zipping by people. Uh huh. But that adds to the level of, like, looky-loos, because now people are looking at the normal people trying to get through their fucking day, <laughs> and they're like, oh, look, a real New Yorker. <laughs> and you got to be like, don't look at me. No. I'm <laughs> look tr- at the ground. <laughs> I'm trying to get into a nine-by-nine room so I can pretend with other adults. I paid money for this. I did pay money for this. So in lieu of actual improv, (laughs) here's a a deep discussion about improv in life in New York. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now commercial. I'm Noah Carton. And I'm Aaron J. Shelton. We're the co-hosts of Thinking Too Hard About Anime. The show is an episode-by-episode deep dive into some of our favorite anime. We give you some history, some film critique and analysis, and overall, we try to figure out what makes the series we cover so great. For our first season, we're covering Cowboy Bebop, and we are both gigantic fans of the series. I own an original 2001 Swordfish 2 and Faye and Spike figure. And I started smoking because of Spike. I don't anymore, but he was the impetus for it. 
So yeah, the show has deeply affected us and we're very excited to talk about it. Come along with us as we think too hard. We're bi-monthly with episodes coming out every other Thursday. You can listen on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, so it's time for a steamy bath scene. Oh my goodness. Well, some, I'm, some, I'm blushing. Some Goku fan service. A pl- a lots of Goku fan service. We've unfortunately seen him naked as a boy. We've mm. never seen him naked as a man, which and, is the appropriate time to see him naked. And he doesn't have a butt crack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or they just erased that out. Yeah, I, I I was trying to figure that out. I'm trying to remember. I watched it this morning, so I'm trying to think if... Look, I wasn't looking that hard. <laughs> I wasn't examining those cans. Oh, I took a, I took a screenshot. <laughs> I'm pulling it's it a up. Good hard look. I don't think this is research. Please show me this screenshot. Okay, Because I might be able to recognize if maybe they did do some editing. That's what I'm wondering. Much like these filler episodes, we're getting real loosey-goosey. Yeah, we really are. With, with, with the logistics of the show. You gonna text this to me or what? <laughs> or Skype it? I'm serious. Send it to me. I want to see that butt. Uh, here we go. I wanna, I wanna here it is. Crackless butt. <laughs> so Vince is mooding me with the cartoon. Ugh. I want to say they were um because there's there's a little no. Bit, I think that was it. A little bit of like the the let where the legs are. Because that's what it looks like from the top. You see his dimples. Okay, okay. Let's. We gotta. Okay, let's backtrack. Okay. Goku is in, and then we'll talk about this this mysterious crackless butt. Because I think that is how it was in mine. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, and they usually do a bad job of editing things in, in episodes if they if they're visual, like they're very obviously edited. Mm-hmm. And this one, my I'm using my Photoshop knowledge and skills to. I to sort of forensic it, and I don't think this is shopped. Anyway, Goku's in the bath. I guess they have environmental controls because there are servants in some sort of control room. I love that. <laughs> Controlling the planetarium that is their <laughs> their home. Like, and when we say like a control room, we mean a legitimate control room behind uh glass. They've got cans on and then they cut to the machine that changes the environment because snake princess is like all right let's let's turn the sun down let's make the sun go down so he falls asleep or something or whatever the plan is i don't get any explanation oh okay so yeah let me uh, let me uh take it from the top then so snake princess comes in checks on goku tells him that uh the bath stays at a balmy 300 degrees and that she knew he he could take it as a tough guy she just says that it's it's steam it's a steam bath from hell like literally (laughs) so i guess it's powered by blood oh god which is hot i mean i mean i dare say 98.6 degrees (laughs) and no higher please uh then looks at the servants in the production room (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then says, "Hey, can we turn can we turn it the lights down a little bit? Make it nighttime. Can uh, we switch to camera two, please? <laughs> got to camera two. All right, steady yeah. and three. Uh, and then the machine that we see it looks like a goddamn NASA satellite with all the lenses and everything. I'm like, what is that? Is that what's changing everything? 
Vince, have you ever been to a planetarium? No. In old school planetariums, that is a planetarium projector. That's what goes on the on the big ass screen that surrounds everyone. Ah. Yeah, that's what so that's so you were you were close. NASA like. Now I want to go to a planetarium. They're pretty fun. Museum's always a good date to me. Mm, it Plenty is. of stuff to interact with. You can laugh at all the dead dinos. Or mourn them if you're going. <laughs> okay, class. Okay, class. We're moving on into the fossil wing of the museum. Now, this will be on the quiz tomorrow, so make sure that you're taking notes on what you're seeing. Okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, Gohan? My friend. Gohan. He looks just like him. Yes, Mrs. Stein. Yeah, uh, Gohan, I, I'm sorry, kiddo, but what, what's going on? I, I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, I, I, I'm a... Do it's you deep-seated know? trauma. Oh, oh gosh. Oh my. Well... <laughs> Involving dinosaurs. Oh, Gohan, I'm, I'm really sorry, but these... You can take solace in the fact that these dinos, they, they died... Um, months ago, maybe. Years? <laughs> it could have been his family or children. Uh, well, there's no I'm, way to... I'm sorry. A back, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm not giving you backstory. Yeah, if I this. could get a little bit Look, more. I was raised the, at the age of four and a half. I was raised in the woods, and I befriended... Uh, I would, I, at the time, I didn't know the species, but I'd say a brontosaurus now uh-huh. who was then eaten by a Tyrannosaurus uh-huh. and he died. And then I tortured the Tyrannosaurus every day oh, for no, several oh God. months. Oh, oh God, no. Slowly slicing off its tail. Oh. <laughs> and I'm traumatized, not by that, not by my murder, but by the death of my friend. Oh, okay. Um. Gohan, why don't, <laughs> Gohan, why don't you come over here with me? Uh, your buddy will be fine, but Gohan, do buddy. I? Do but I, yeah, but I have to hold the hands. No, with no, no, Gohan, you can. Time. I'm your buddy now. Okay, who's I'm your gonna buddy. be? Well, who, who's Jerry gonna be buddies with? Jerry's gonna be buddies with Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, okay. okay. Gohan, you need to tell me there's something going on at home. You understand me? I'm your teacher, but I'm also your friend. No, I mean it's just normal home stuff. My dad. And my uncle, they train me by beating me up and shooting energy blast at me. Oh. But I shoot energy blast back at them. Okay. Well, Gohan, I just wanted to stop you because you said uncle. Mm-hmm. Is he cute? Um, He's tall. Oh, I like that. He <laughs> defined features. Oh, okay. A snappy. Chisel. I say snappy dresser. I mean, do you like guys in capes? I love guys in capes. Oh, my God. Gohan. All right. Please tell me a few more identifying features. He is a chaperone on this trip. Wait. He doesn't like to crowd, so he's been floating above us watching on. If you just turn your head up. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Him? Mm. Ah! Looks like Gohan's crying good. <laughs> this this trip field trip will toughen up his brain and his spirit. <laughs> Gohan, is he single? Yeah, I guess. I'm not quite sure what that means. Don't worry, Gohan. All I'll say is sploosh. And seed. There, fine. There, we found found it. We found something. Yeah, we will. We found something. (laughs) We We got to get back to this butt because night comes and 
the princess, I guess she's trying to spit game in her own dumb way because she's just like, oh, I can't believe that the stars are so beautiful and I get to spend it with a with a handsome man like you. Goku doesn't respond. So she takes this as an opportunity to peek. And it's just what she sees is Goku's butt <laughs> just sticking out of the water. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Oh, do you not know what he's doing? Because it's very dumb. What is he doing down there? After we get a good mooning, which again, he does not have a butt crack. <laughs> Food comes in, but it doesn't come out. <laughs> Saying digestive system is perfect. Yes. Um, I guess he just burps it out. Although that's the only waste he has. So what you hear is Goku counting down blurbly in the water like, I assume because it was underwater. He was just holding his breath. Bullshit. He was like playing a fun game with his breath. I, I agree. I got none of that. Why couldn't they just have done that? That would have been, that would have made me less confused. That's <laughs> why Goku's just butt in the air. Face down, ass up. That's how he likes to soak in a tub. <laughs> like, what? There's nothing like a good breeze on your butthole. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I wish I knew what that was like. Uh. Chi-Chi, what's a butthole? <laughs> well, Go- Goku, do you really want to ask me that? I heard Krillin talking about it. Krillin. And I heard Yamcha talking about stuff him and Bulma do with buttholes. Oh, Goku, I don't want to hear about And I'm like, what's that? that? I don't want to hear about that. I, you, I mean, Buttholes are what they do with them. I, I don't want to hear about what they do with them. I already know what buttholes are. And I'll just, I'll just explain it to you quickly so we can move on. Um, buttholes are where your food waste goes. So when you eat and then when you go to the bathroom, not out of your front, but out of your back... That's your butthole, Goku. Wait, you go through the bath. You use the bathroom out of your back and my front. Not not always at the same time, but usually alternate. Uh, Goku, this is embarrassing. I don't want to keep talking about this. I know you're you're beat red. I'm beat red. But and- I just want. I don't. Why don't I have one then? Well, wait. If everyone else does. I. I. Oh, I thought you knew. I don't. I. What? What? You don't have one? Show me now. All right, I'm not embarrassed by this. Pants down. Gohan, get in there. Do I have one? Gohan, get out of here. You, you don't have to oh, answer I that question. See that no, no, Goku, Gohan, go outside and play for the first time in three months. <laughs> Yay! Whew. Dodged a bullet there. Goku, how did I not notice that you I did not it have... it in your face. No, don't wag it in my face, even though it is tight chiseled. Ah, no, stop. Okay. Maybe this has something to do... With your tail? Stuff would come out of my tail when I had one. Stuff would? You know, I'd, I'd squat, strain uh-huh. for a little bit, and then a smaller tail would come out of my tail. Okay, so what I... Oh, God. Goku. Oh, God. Goku, I'm so... Oh, no. We have to call Dr. Briefs immediately because... Why? I think there was a mistake in your tail removal surgery. They also removed your butthole. I mean, I'm fine. I was just curious. This is this wasn't a concern question. I was just curious. Now show me your butthole. No, Goku. No, I will not. I am now. I uh, am. My whole body uh, is red. I'll go ask Gohan. Don't you dare go ask Gohan. Goku, Zip out. Nope. Uh, dinner's ready. Zip back in. 
Whew. I'll ask later. All right. You know what? I'll ask Piccolo. I bet he knows. You know what? Go ahead. Go ask Piccolo while I finish dinner. Hmm? If someone mentioned me. Oh, Sorry, God. I was I was spying from above. Would you stop doing that, Piccolo? I hate that you're just constantly floating above our home. Well, maybe if I had a home to go to, I wouldn't. Oh, wow. Uh, Piccolo, I didn't. I'm sorry. I did not know that you were homeless. I assume that you just lived somewhere else. Uh, no, I mean, it, look, I don't want to think about that because uh, what's this butthole talk? I'm curious about this, too. What are they and what do they look like? Mm. I'm not going to show you mine, but Goku does not have one anymore due to a surgical error. I don't want to know about yours or if you have one. And do not you ask Gohan. To- down? No, don't. Oh, oh, OK, OK. And I'll show you my butt. There's what, what? I don't even know what I'm looking at. Goku, how would you describe it? Like, it? Um, I'd say it looks like a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> Somehow, I'm I'm also I'm like getting dizzy looking at it. Oh, like uh, you, you you know a magic eye paint? We all know about magic eye, right? Of course, it, it's similar to that. Of course, Goku. I'm so glad you opened Gohan's design book. It's fun to learn with Gohan. But yeah, Piccolo, can you please pick up your pants before I faint? Mm? Pick up your pants. All right, fine. So was that a butthole? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. And I do not right. want to know anymore because right. here is a giant piece of meat on a giant bone for dinner. Enjoy. Oh. All right, I'm going to get back to floating. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Does he not eat? No, I thought you knew that. And see. Ooh, boy. <laughs> you started this. I did. By the way. I did. You and your, your crackless talk. How go- I, it's been burning me up for hours. <laughs> well, we got, we got to get it all out. Yeah. And now that we've got... Now that Get the, it all out for sure. The door hit Goku where the good Lord did not <laughs> split Goku <laughs> out of that out of that uh, hot bath. Yeah, he he struts his uh, he gets out, struts his naked stuff. Yeah, in front of Princess Snake and everyone uh, who retort who's who comments how embarrassing, but still, what a manly figure he has. Yep, they will not stop telling you that Goku looks damn yeah. good. Look, if you thought that was the craziest part of the show, haha, you're wrong. <laughs> because Goku now now clean tries to leave, and they're now they're just coming up with random stuff to get him to stay. One of the servants says, Ooh. "Oh, if you want to train, why don't we play Russian roulette?" Oh lord! And goes on to explain that this is good training. It helps your mind overcome fear. And she is happily explaining, this show teaches you how to play Russian roulette. Mm -hmm. This show teaches children how to play Russian roulette. In mine, there's even a little bit of maths in there because she's like, your odds are one in five. Pretty good, am I right? I mean, it's one in six. So, wow, America, bad at math. (laughs) I mean, I knew this, but. Well, I mean, we've, we've both watched The Deer Hunter. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Explaining how to do, that. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's too gauche to do a walking impersonation. I'll, I'm gonna walk on by that that tempt 
<laughs> nice. I mean, I, talk I about that. sweet, talk about sweet eat temptation. <laughs> I'm going to walk on past that. Because uh, the woman who is explaining the mechanics says, you know, it's a real thrilling game, points the gun to her head and shoots herself in the head and she is dead. Like, it's not like, oh, it's a, because it's hard to describe because you watch a character uh, do what you just just said. And it's like half cartoony, but also terrifying because you see you, it's not just like, oh, you he- you see a bang and a puff of smoke and then they fall over like Looney Tunes style, right? Mm-hmm. It is, you see the exit of the bullet in frame yeah. as this character falls to the ground. Back does not return. Left. <laughs> she drops. Yeah, yeah and Goku, Goku just like quips about it, I think. Oh, God. It's like, well, that's a short game, which means... He was going to try it. Well, he says he's not interested in such a dangerous game. And I would I would assume, as we've seen earlier, bullets aren't going to stop Goku. This is true. He could he could really clean up right in the Russian roulette. Uh, what I assumed was going to happen when she pulled the trigger was it was just going to leave a dark circle like every other time Balma shot somebody in the in point blank range. But no. Ugh. Man, what the fuck? I mean, that's it. I, I I had to go back and watch it a couple of times because like they really did that. They really did that in a filler episode. And back on improv theory. So there's there's escalation as you're at as you're like playing with the concept of the scene. You, the idea is that you're it's getting more and more outrageous. Uh, and they sort of muck up. Because if you're trying to find reasons to get someone to stay, it's like, oh, a nice dinner, a nice bath, a Russian roulette. <laughs> oh, a sword dancing, which is what they go to next. Right. So it's, they, they are not passing their 201. No. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-mm. They would probably get a, uh, a C for not really understanding game, but they're a joy to have in class and a ton of fun outside of class. And They try, you know, they get along with everyone. They're tr- They're really trying their best. Main note, fearless, does not understand game. <laughs> must take must pay $400 again. <laughs> so the sword dance, and they're like, Goku, drink this sleepy juice. And he does, and it finally works. He he dozes off. Or the the show is just very boring. <laughs> Which yeah, it was. It's, it's really hard to tell because none of the other sleep pre- preparations uh did a dang thing to Goku. <laughs> but this one finally knocks him out. Now that Goku's asleep, they he starts mumbling about something. They use a dream mirror to look into his dreams, and it's all fucking convoluted and dumb, and I don't know why they're just burying the lead on this. Right. Because it doesn't come into play. Because, yeah, I in, in mine... Princess Snake is like, well, I couldn't win you over with love or with your heart. And then she says, oh, the perfect way to understand a man is through his dreams. So in mine, they do give a little bit more of a context thing for why they pull out the dream mirror. But I think at that point where they pull out the dream mirror, they were planning on eating him anyway. Yeah, it's 
a weird conversation because through the dream mirror, they find out that Goku is married. Even though, I mean, I don't see a ring on that finger, first of all. <laughs> Only ring I see is above yeah. his head. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Halo. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. He struck me down. <laughs> I got, I got, got good. Yeah. They, they discover about Goku not being single. And the servants are like, oh, he's not single, but you're still going to eat him? And they're like, yep, I sure am. I'm like, what does that have to do with it? Either? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? He's dead. Do you get Goku's dream that sort of, his dream sort of snaps him back out of it. Mm-hmm. Because he's dreaming of Chi-Chi and Gohan learning about buttholes until the two Saiyans approach. And they're just screaming for Goku. And that wakes him up. He's like, I can't sit around here watching dumb dances. I got to get out of here. But that's when, like, everything is revealed. She claims to be the Serpentine Road goddess who's lived on the Serpentine Road for 1,500 years. And now she's just going to, I guess, the illusion drops. And he's been inside Goku's... Goku has been inside a, a giant snake's stomach this entire time, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I guess is, I'm just going to go through this. And yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, it go, yeah, because it, it, it's very confusing. So continue. All right, so he's in a giant snake stomach. He flies out. He then gets chased by, I guess, the snake princess, who is in fact a giant snake, mm-hmm. a giant flying snake that can shoot fire. Uh, some might call it a dragon, <laughs> but it's not. Maybe a wyvern? A, a, a wyvern, yes. Yeah. Per, but wyverns have wings, so who... Uh, it's iffy. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I need to stop trying to logically think about this filler episode. Uh, Goku is about to kamehameha her, but he's like, no, she fed me. I'll be nice. So the nice thing to do is just have her tie herself up in a ball. Fly by. Ba- basically, he plays a game of snake with her. Yep. Thus tying her into a ball. And he's like, all right, thanks for the food. Bye. And that's that's kind of it. I think what the MO of this was. I assume it takes her a while to digest people. Mm-hmm. And she's too cavernous. So I guess she's using illusion to ah. trick people into staying long enough to get dissolved. Right. But at the point where the illusion breaks, Go- where Goku is standing, quickly fills with acid. But it seems like the rest of her also is filled with stomach acid. So I I, I had not thought about it in the way that you are, you're thinking. Because, yeah, maybe the illusions were all ways to get Goku to continue to go further into her body. Maybe. But, but like I, also, yeah. here's the weird thing. That she was so dedicated to the illusion that there's a control room to control the illusion. <laughs> yes, yes. She's. We would have. I would have accepted like snap of fingers. Boom. Things change. Here in my realm, I have the power to change anything in this home. I'm Tom Bombadil. But yeah, I. I that's such a good point. If it's all an illusion, why even have the servants like cook? Or need to drug him. Ah, oh, it's so confusing. Like, and, did he and, eat real yeah. food? So is go yeah, is Goku still hungry? I mean I mean from the fruit that he already ate. You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm calling it. 
All right, that's it. I'm We're calling going it. I'm trying to figure out this part of the episode. So at, at the lookout, the boys are just fighting each other while Kami and Popo look on. Not, I mean, not really training. They're not even fighting Popo. Right. I, I wanted to, I, I didn't understand what this level of, like, training was supposed to do. It doesn't seem like anything that Goku did. Why aren't they sitting still blindfolded, fighting dolls of themselves, et cetera, et cetera. And then I think, did you get this as well? They zoom in on Kami's face and he's having like a little internal monologue. And he says, these men are full of fire, but it's not enough. We need Goku. Nothing. Yeah. I don't think anyone said anything. Yep. Because I think the announcer took care of that sort of idea. Yeah, eh, I I don't know why we saw this. Like, I don't know why we saw Nap and Vegeta fly by. I'm assuming Jupiter and Saturn? Yeah, the announcer is like, these two Saiyans reaching the outside of our solar system. I mean, that's the inside, but continue. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll take that again. I mean, I guess it's, I think there's inner rim, outer rim is how they, I know the asteroid belt separates the two parts of our solar system. I'm sorry. Look, continue your read. I'm sorry. But there are still two Saiyans hitting the outer rim of our solar system. Will Goku? You know what? Wait, get- wait, wait, wait. Can you just say um, they're in our? So- Let's just keep it simple. Can you just say okay. they're now in our solar system? Oh, okay. Here we go. The two Saiyans now in our solar system. Will- Actually, uh. uh- you know, I'm just, I'm searching for it too. Uh-huh. So uh, I apologize. It's fine. Can we try just... You want me to just do some stuff and see what you like? Yeah. I mean, my only suggestion was going to be like, what if you say they want to see what life is like on Jupiter and Mars? Fine. I'll try it. I'll try it. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> the two Saiyans entering our solar system want to find out what it's like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, please be true. In other words, we need Goku next time on Dragon Ball Z. That was the best announcing I've ever heard in my time as a voice director, but I am getting... So apparently Frank Sinatra's estate has every microphone tapped in in case of copyright infringement, and we are getting... We've been sued... Oh, uh, we just countered sued and settlement, so we unfortunately cannot use that. Oh, so give okay. us one more. Uh, we're gonna use that first take, though. <laughs> do you still need one more, or are you just gonna use the first? Take? Uh, I mean, if you want to do one for you, maybe. All right, this, this is for my personal. And the two Saiyans entering the outer rim of our solar system, separated by the Kyber Belt, aka the asteroid belt. Inside the orbit of Mars, Jupiter, Venus, and Pluto, will Goku arrive in the eight months it usually takes for standard space travel to get from one end of the solar system to Earth? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. I mean, that is for you because you forgot the name of the show. (laughs) I... I, I wanted to reference a different show just to be fun, but I couldn't think of it. Uh, that's fine. Oh, Cosmos by Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> uh, that guy sucks. He does, but that was the only show you can reference. 
That's true. All right. Well, and seed. Yeah, that's the that is the episode. That is the that's episode. It. Snake Ice. It was fine. Hmm. <laughs> not the best. Not the worst. Not the best. Not the worst. A bit confusing, but. I mean, look, if you're a uh, one of those people who thinks Goku is a, a cute hot boy, then this is your episode. Hands down. You get to see him shirtless. You get to see his crackless butt. Uh, I mean, Goku looks like a snack this whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So binge eat that Goku. <laughs> Uh, we got some mail. This comes from former intern Josh. And we've we've been mentioning him a bunch, so I'm not surprised. He came crawling back. Let's see what he's saying. He's like, uh, yo, I heard you've been atting me. Yeah. What is this garbage? <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry I haven't wrote in a while. Since I lost all my standing and rep as CEO of Disney, I've been wandering the globe in search of the best tasting chili. Just so you know, it's not in Chile. Well, I wound up in an illegal fight club in Canada. They told me if I win at least 100 death matches, I'd be set free. Long story short, a few stab wounds and missing teeth later, I journeyed to the magical land of Wyoming. Wait a minute. <laughs> After establishing... This sounds like a certain mutant I know. Let him finish. Let him finish. Okay, okay. <laughs> After establishing a successful business selling used pineapples, I caught wind of a pandemic starting in the world. I immediately spent all my savings to build a rocket to space and prepared to blast off. The trip to space was also a success, and I made my way to Mars. To keep the shore, I crash-landed, made a makeshift terraforming machine, oxygenated Mars, met an alien race that took me in as their own, showed them advanced tech that they fought over, inadvertently caused a civil war. Everyone was killed, and the terraform machine destroyed in crossfire. Escape planet at last minute, made my way back to Earth, landed in a small town in Texas, got caught in a shelter in place, and now I'm working at an overnight McDonald's and living with a dude named Bert. <laughs> Anyways, hope y'all are well, and don't worry. I'll keep fighting. Your former CEO and owner of Lightly Used Pineapples, <laughs> and forever former intern, Josh. Wow, you've had a life. I mean, I'd say four or five at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, can I get a deal on them pineapples? Yeah, I like a used pineapple. Yeah. You Wait, wait, used how? <laughs> I don't care. You don't care? Don't be so precious about your pineapples, okay? Uh, I mean, look, we talked a lot about buttholes. I was going to say... Aaron wants a virgin pineapple. <laughs> and I've seen little Nikki. <laughs> and if you get that reference, then our tastes are both of our tastes are bad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for thank you for the update, Josh. Yeah, that was uh that was a good uh, exposition dump. I loved it. And a little bit of research from Master Researcher Nick. This is in reference to last week's episode. They write, if Gauze sounds a bit like Piccolo and Mez sounds a bit like Corrin, that's because in Funimation's early days, Christopher Sabat did like 75% of the voices for DBZ. You'll really feel this come Frieza, where he voices three out of the five members of the Ginyu Force. Oh, well that's... Hmm. Vince, Vince, did you experience that? I did feel a certain familiarity with uh, Gauze and Mez's voice over artists or actors. Um... I'm not sure if I would if I would have picked up on the members of the Ginyu Force though. I'm now looking forward to it. now all I can hear is Christopher Sabat. 
a Sabbathon, if you yeah, will. Yeah, a Sabbathon. Because there are episodes where it's just the Ginyu Force. <laughs> so yeah, good on him for uh, are, all those takes. <laughs> yeah, there are many episodes of that. But that's, uh, we got a lot more. We got more mail, but we'll save that for next time. Again, thank you to anyone and everyone who writes to us, who's been talking to us, especially during these trying times. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to do the same, you can write to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, kamehouseparty. For the past couple weeks, we've been doing a live stream on Thursday night on YouTube. Uh, This past one, we played some Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, and we built the, well, Vince built the uh, Kame House Party theme park. Uh, we had a lot of people tune in. Uh, so if you want to get in on the action, the best thing you can do, and I'm going to go YouTube for a set. I'm going to go into my YouTuber personality. For Entering a YouTube personality. All right, growing bad facial hair. <laughs> Getting my bookshelf behind me. Here are your Funko Pops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Hey everybody, what's up? Aaron here. <laughs> this Thursday, we're gonna be live streaming some more Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Get on it. The be- and if you haven't already, subscribe to this channel and hit that bell so you can get notifications whenever we go live. Be sure to like and comment. We'll see you next time. Out. <laughs> YouTuber personality deactivated. Uh, but yeah, go uh, go to Kamei Osport on YouTube and do all the stuff that jerk said. <laughs> And of course, to everybody who's listening and following along and, you know, writing to us, thank you. We appreciate you guys, you all giving mm-hmm. us your time and spending time with us, uh, especially right now. Um, anything that we can do to make things a little bit easier or lighter for you, that's that's what this is all about. So no matter if the Saiyans are entering the Kyber Belt or uh, you're you just spent some time on Mars and just got back or you're you're. You're waiting to see what the next installment of uh, Dragon Ball P is going to be like. You gotta keep fighting. Get out.